Welcome to the Double Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Holly Hutchings. This episode is part of a special four-part series on art and mental health. Please reach out for support if you need care for your mental health. Today, you will hear from Lance L. Smith, artist, illustrator, and teacher based in Las Vegas. Yeah, art and uh, anxiety and uh, mental health, they they go hand in hand. And whether your art is your, your cooking or your parenting or your gardening, whatever that is, like, you, you know, you have a right to have those things, you know, and you have a right to allow those things to hold space for, to be a container for things that other folks can't hold, right? They talked with me about their experience as an artist and as a person who lives with anxiety. In the late spring, Lance and I caught up at a park in Las Vegas. Yeah, so I've always been like a, a strange coloring kid, you know what I mean? But um, the main crux of me really finding art as an avenue for healing and kind of restoration, I put myself into it fully, was post my mother passing. She passed when I was about 10 years old. And when I got here to Las Vegas, I was, you know, kind of a kid looking for something to fall into. And I had some really amazing teachers, specifically my high school art teacher, Karen Heater, who saw something in me and invested in me. And from there, I invested in the work and I've been creating ever since, you know. So it was um, very early on, you know, about maybe like 11 or 12, the art became something that I could see the way it was helping me, if that makes sense, and the way I was able to kind of channel feelings I didn't have any other any other way to put them except through the paintbrush or the pencil. So how did their art serve as a conduit for expressing themselves? You know, a lot of folks think of artists as these kind of reclusive individuals and yes, there is a bit of escapism that goes into the work, but you know, honestly, through high school there were so many times where I was feeling a lot of feelings, you know, sadness, uh, adjusting to not having you know, a parent living in a new environment, dealing with, you know, well, I guess at the time, you know, not having the language to express who I was, I was able to use the artwork, you know. I remember uh, I did this painting, and it was um, these hands. It's funny, it's so funny we're saying this, because hands are big in my work. They always find their way in as these hands, and it was, you know, anatomically correct but like the flesh this is kind of macabre we can maybe but it was kind of ripped open and so you could see the muscles and the tendons and I had a, it was a pencil you know in my hand too so it was just really literally like saying oh I'm bearing myself like every time I'm rendering every time I'm drawing every time I'm creating I'm showing you more than just something surface I'm literally giving you the inside of me you know and the way I'm feeling Incredible teachers and compassionate mentors are a thread running through many of Lance's responses to me. I wondered how they possibly take away everything they've learned and instill that in younger artists in need, like Lance used to be. It's funny. Um, I also have spent a long time like during the summers at the Boys and Girls Club. So again, I've always been gifted these really amazing teachers, you know, like art teacher there, Flora Loya, and 
like Moscoso, I, they're still my friends, you know? So it was like always being around teachers who were investing in me. And so in turn, it made me feel like that's a place and a space I would want to be in, you know? So I've been lucky enough to um, teach at UNLV. I've also taught for SPRAT, which is a really cool intergenerational program where uh, we take teenagers into uh, spaces with the elderly and they work in tandem, which is really beautiful. But the teaching is a way for me to also kind of destabilize the kind of formality of art, you know, because a lot of um, creative spaces have a lot of gatekeeping. So when I'm in those spaces, I, I know the insides, like I've been inside. So I invite people in with a wholeness that's not uh, requiring them to kind of be something that they're not. I want you to lead with yourself and then we can integrate all the ideas and the theories and the, you know, the point, you know, the two point perspective or color theory. We can integrate it through your eyes because that's the important part of being an artist, right? Is using your eyes because that's what you're interested in is how you see things. And that's what we're all interested in because we all see things differently. You are willing to express parts of yourself that you might have kept tighter. You know what I mean? You're willing to go the extra mile and explore. You're willing to do the research to get you to a point to where whatever idea or concept that you want to push forward, you're doing your due diligence to make it come to fruition, right? Because you know the people who are, I guess, you're learning from or the people who are teaching you are just as invested as you are so it's a beautiful exchange of energy you know it's like any relationship you know what i mean the trees the birds everything's got to eat you know for the bird to be able to fly from here to the trees got to find something to eat for the grass to go green you know it's got to have some fertilizer you know we as humans we need sunlight you know all these things so it's if we can be additive to someone's life that's that's kind of hopefully the point you know <laughs> I asked Lance for examples of any youth that they've taught. Yeah, you know, I have a, a few, uh, my nephews, you know what I mean? Like, they're all creative in varied ways, you know what I mean? I have other friends, kids, you know what I mean? Like, I like to be a space to, to assist, but not to stifle their wingspan, you know what I mean? Because I know that oftentimes we... Oh, you're, the work because in high school the work I was making it was always so beautiful but so dark. It's still that way. You're like, oh, it's so beautiful but so dark, and that's still a narrative that I keep in my work, but not dark as in a way to like make you feel like, ooh, that's spooky. But like, oh, you're you're going somewhere else, and that's okay. You know what I mean? Like, and then you know being able to see and I don't know, just kind of assist those students in. They're navigating the ideas that they want in a safe space, but still per protecting them. You know what I mean? Because we do live in a very, I don't know, yeah, kind of an unsafe unsafe world. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I think uh, as, a, as a growing up, yeah, there was always this, um, I guess, unrest inside of myself. I knew who I was as a queer person very young, but that wasn't exactly something that I had the ability to come out and be at the time, you know. So there's always, um, even from my, you know, being even a younger kid, you know, having to correct yourself, you know, being born male and knowing that you are, you know, have feminine, if you will, even though it's a spectrum, but to others, presenting more feminine as seen as a negative. So yeah, always that that's in turn it's it's um 
I don't know, it speaks to even the bigger societal issues, you know, when it comes to the way that uh, women and girls have to operate, you know what I mean? First and foremost, you know what I mean? Having to always adjust yourself from a very young age, right? People of color, you know, to to get through in these spaces, there's always these little, you got like, yourself. And so that in, in many ways, I don't know, maybe in many ways it, it um, can be the infancy of a lot of these anxieties that we hold because they're not just in our minds (laughs) we know that they're you you know we have to find ways to not only protect ourselves but we also have to find ways to navigate so we're we're not ostracized so we oftentimes are so willing to literally like create a version of ourselves that allows us to get through the beep 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 you know through the the metal detector of society right now i'm seeing it like oh yeah that makes sense why you know anxieties and the things that you know come up in us they're not yes obviously there are chemical things that are, you know that happen they're very real but some of those things are impacted by societal structures mm-hmm. lance understands the power of having teachers and mentors who see the whole person also the value of artists seeing themselves represented in those that they look up to lance talked with me on their way to teach an art class at del sol high school in las vegas and I am literally, you know, we're having these conversations about, you know, like loving yourself, but like allowing someone else to love you. And that's one of the most terrifying things ever, you know, and it comes up in the artwork, right? There are things that, you know, like even when you get even this opportunity to go talk to these kids, like I was like getting all misty and weird, like thinking of like, like, what would I need? You know what I mean? Like what? Or who would I wish I could have seen, right, just be themselves. So I was really intentional about the way I put myself together today because I was like, at first, oh, like, you know, kind of just be, like, cool and chill, but, like, just be yourself, you know what I mean? Like, and so, like, yeah, it, it's, um, this is most definitely a full circle moment, and you're, like, an angel for even being able to, I don't know, like, this is, I know this conversation will go on and we'll, we'll it'll adjust, but, you know, I think, um, you know, the idea of mental health, specifically in most of our communities and specifically in the black community, is something that's now coming more forward. And I think it's something for anyone who has um, these inclinations that, oh, I might be on some kind of spectrum or I might have this anxiety or these feelings, try and find someone to talk to, you know, because we have been in the midst of such great loss that we have not in probably never will be able to actually quantify toward the end of our chat i slipped up and said the c word well we are not crazy <laughs> yeah, not we crazy. won't even use that we'll try that because yeah. that's a problematic slur because that is something that people will use against us that's something that's a little jab you're crazy you know what i mean times like oh you know what that feels like we're not we're just different you know and we require you know a different kind of tending to you know and you taking that journey to take care of yourself is is liberatory you know it's not just some foo-foo thing you know what i mean it's it's a it's um it's i don't know it's it's changing the way that you get to experience your life and the way other people get to experience their life with you we are in this strange place so basically saying to anyone listening to this if you feel that there's things that are happening that you don't understand it's okay to ask for help you know, because you're needed. So don't don't be afraid to ask for the help, you know. And that's something that I think a lot of us, you know, marginalized people, like we have a hard time asking for help, you know, because we, we don't want to seem like a burden, you know what I mean? Because we feel 
that our existence is a burden. <laughs> it's like, what, you know what I mean? And it's not, you know? So it's, yeah, it's, yeah, art and uh, anxiety and uh, mental health, they they go hand in hand. And whether your art is your, your cooking or your parenting or your gardening, whatever that is, like, you you know, you have a right to have those things, you know? And you have a right to allow those things to hold space for, to be a container for things that other folks can't hold. Thank you so much to Lance L. Smith for their time and vulnerability sharing their story with us. Their work is currently on display in Spirit of the Land, an exhibition running through July 23rd at the Marjorie Barrick Museum of Art at UNLV. Lance will also be one of the four artists in the exhibition, I'm Okay, I'm Not Okay, along with other podcast guests from this season at UNR from July 8th to August 5th. You've been listening to episode 21 of the Double Scoop podcast. This episode was written and produced by me, Holly Hutchings, with script editing by Noah Glick. Our theme music comes from Reno singer-songwriter Greg Gilmore. It's a clip from his song, Who Am I? Other music in this episode comes from the artist Young Trash Boat. This episode is part of a special four-part series on art and mental health. It was made possible by a grant from Nevada Humanities and the National Endowment for the Humanities. You can find more episodes of the Double Scoop podcast and past episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or at doublescoop.art. That's doublescoop.art. Please reach out if you or someone you know is in need of mental health assistance. This is Holly Hutchings. Thank you so much for listening.